Did Jesus talk and teach about developing habits? Right now, there is a productivity movement and personal development industry built around motivation, inspiration, and behavior change. At the heart of any program that is focused on behavior change, we will find habits, daily routines, and rituals. Everyone has them, whether you are intentional about your personal habits or not. In today's show, we are going to look at what Jesus says about habits. Did Jesus have daily habits, routines, and rituals? And what does the Bible say about habit building? I promise I'm going to show you some statements that you may be missing in your current Bible translation. Let's get into it. You are listening to Raising the Standard, leadership, mindset, and development for the kingdom man. If you've ever wondered, how can I be the man God created me to be? Or maybe you asked yourself, what purpose does God have for my life? If that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. My goal is simple, to help you access the unfair advantage all Christian men have and give you actionable strategies to reach your full potential. My name is Josh Kachadorian. I am a best-selling author, husband, father, disciple, and son of Jesus Christ. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, upgrade into your identity as a kingdom man, and take the territory that God has for you, then it's time to raise the standard. Okay, so guys, welcome to today's episode of Raising the Standard Leadership, Mindset, and Development for the Kingdom. Man, if you are a man that is following Jesus Christ and you want to keep pushing to become the man that God has created and called you to be, then you are in the right place. Today, we're going to be talking all about building and developing habits. So let's lay some groundwork first with the definition of a habit. A habit can be defined as a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. Now, we also have another term I want to introduce you to, which is the activity of building habits, which is known as habituate. And the definition for habituate is make or become accustomed or used to something. Okay, guys, so let me open today's show with looking at the way the world does behavior change. It's all about habits. Right now on bookshelves everywhere, you will find multiple books all about productivity and building habits. We have The Power of Habit. Atomic Habits, and Tiny Habits, all great books that will explore habit loops, habit stacks, and patterns, among many other things. And these books and these authors and coaches will start with small tweaks to your daily routines, using cues and triggers to get behavior change. What I want to explore with you today is, does habit building look different for Christians? I want to make a statement on the Christian life and why entering God's kingdom as a Christian is radically different than subscribing to, let's say, a philosophy. The Christian life is not a life of imitation or hacking a style by trying hard in your natural energy to change. In the last episode, we quoted the Apostle Paul when he said that he is now dead to sin. He is a new creation, a new species, and as such, he is completely different. He is totally new. So guys, I wrote a book called The Standard, Discovering Jesus as the Standard for Masculinity. And in that book, we look 
at multiple aspects of the character of Jesus that he exhibited as son of man when he walked the earth. And we look at his practices, his routines, and yes, his habits. Now, I want to make this note right at the beginning of this episode that I did not write that book so you could hack a style, mimic, or just purely imitate what you see Jesus doing throughout his life. He does model high-performance habits that we can learn from. However, to become a Christian and follow Jesus as a disciple is to receive new life within you. We are now filled with the Holy Spirit who empowers us with a new life within us that empowers us to live the Christian life. We cannot do this on our own apart from Christ, no matter how much focus, natural energy, and worldly habit-building techniques we use. It just won't cut it in this new paradigm of Christianity. If you're interested in learning more about that book, The Standard, I will drop a link for it in the show notes below. So we must acknowledge we do not live the Christian life from our own natural energy. We are told in Romans 12 not to be conformed to the world, but to be transformed. And Paul will even tell us how we do this. We do this by the renewing of our mind. This is a new attitude and disposition, and it happens through our new identity as kingdom citizens. It's how we think, and it exhibits itself in what we do. These tiny actions, these small actions, these daily actions will become our habits. So what does the Bible say about developing habits. The Bible speaks often of habits and habitually incorporating actions or habitually avoiding actions, but most current translations will miss this. Now, I want to share with you as a regular Bible study habit for personal study and for meditation, I like to use a rotation of various Bible translations. And I want to encourage you to do the same because when we study, learn, and apply God's word to our lives, we don't do it as if we're cramming for a test. It's not all about rote memorization. We actually want to synthesize the material into our spirit man, into our mind, into our heart, so it becomes one with us. And we do that by learning the concept, by hearing exactly what the word is saying, and not necessarily by memorizing it word for word, although that is a great practice that I employ. We want to make sure we understand the heart of what the scripture is saying more than just memorizing words. So as part of my personal Bible study routine, I do use a variety of translations, and I'm going to encourage you to do the same. One of the translations I have been using lately that I absolutely love is the Amplified Bible. And I'm going to be quoting you some scripture today to highlight the role of habits, habit building, and developing this habitual lifestyle as we follow Jesus. And we're going to look at it from the words of Jesus and the words of the Apostle Paul in the Bible. And the Amplified Bible does a great job of expounding and expanding upon the original language to really highlight where the concept of habit building is incorporated into something that the Bible is relating to us. So guys, like we said, the Bible 
regularly speaks of building habits and avoiding habits. However, most current translations will miss this. So let's take a look at the Amplified Bible and see what we can learn about habit building from the lens of Jesus and the Apostle Paul. And I want to start off with Romans chapter 6, verse 1, where Paul says, What shall we say? Should we continue in sin and practice sin as a habit. He's talking to the believers of his day that they were practicing or they had the potential to practice sin as a lifestyle, as a habit. And he will go on to say in verse four that we have been buried with him through baptism into death so that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory and power of the father, we too might walk habitually in newness of life, totally abandoning our old ways. In Romans chapter 7, we'll read, if I habitually do what I do not want to do, Paul again is addressing this lifestyle or habit building of sin. And Paul will also write to the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians 12, where he's addressing them as they were carried off chasing idols. And he said, whether you did this by impulse or habit, meaning you can sin by impulse, but you can also sin by building a habit out of that lifestyle, those decisions, and those choices. Now, there is an example in scripture when a young lawyer approaches Jesus and actually incites the most important commandment. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Now, in your traditional Bible, what you will read is that Jesus answers that young lawyer and says, you have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. In the Amplified Bible, Jesus responds this way, do this habitually and you will live. So again, we see Jesus inspiring a lifestyle, a choice, intentionality, and building habits, choosing habitually to follow him. In addition to Jesus using this word and teaching this concept, the disciples approach Jesus in John chapter 6, and they ask him, what are we to do so that we may habitually be doing the works of God? So they are also inquiring, how do we build habits? They have observed Jesus. They have seen his routines, his rituals, his lifestyle, that Jesus does things over and over with purpose, with power, and with intention. And that is what is inspiring the disciples to notice this and to ask Jesus, how can we build habits in our life? How do we habitually do the works of God like you do? It's not just a one-time thing. They were observing Jesus living in union with the Father and doing the Father's will on a regular basis, habitually. In last week's episode, I made the statement that Christian men should stop saying, I am just a sinner saved by grace. That statement minimizes you, it's incorrect, and it does not align with the new identity we have in Christ. Now, I'm not saying we don't sin, we can't sin, or we won't sin as Christians. What I am pointing out is there's a difference between stumbling into sin and deliberately and intentionally choosing a lifestyle of sin. So let's look at what Jesus says when he told sinners to go and sin no more. In John 8, 34, Jesus states, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, everyone who practices sin habitually 
is a slave of sin. When Jesus says, go and sin no more, he's talking about the habits, the lifestyle, and the intentionality of choosing to live apart from him in deliberate sin. So guys, I gave you a lot of scripture today about the word habit and the concept of habitually following the Lord or habitually avoiding sin. And this was all drawn out from the Amplified Bible. And there's many more passages I didn't even touch. I want to leave you with this, that in Colossians, we are told to set our mind and keep focused habitually on things above. When we read the word, we need to digest it and synthesize it where it's not a one-time event. We need to get rid of this event-oriented mindset where we read our Bible once, we go to church once, we say a prayer once, we need to come into alignment with our true identity, and that means a lifestyle of following our Lord wherever He leads us. And when we do that, we are empowered, we are filled, and we are continuously filled with the Holy Spirit as we seek Him, as we ask Him, as we knock and as we pursue. So what we saw today was two sets of people, two sets of habits, those who choose to make sin a habitual choice in their life and those who choose to follow God habitually by their small daily actions and habits, building and ascending into the life they are called to live. So how do we make new habits and what can we learn from ancient practice and modern science? I mentioned at the start of the show, there's multiple books on habit building, and I am a fan of developing myself. We should be developing ourselves spirit first, soul, and then body. So we do want to focus on our mind, our will, and emotions. And there's a lot of truth out there, and truth is truth. We can't negate what truth is when someone speaks the truth. And right now, modern science is agreeing with the concepts that Jesus taught. We find that as the pages of history move forward, studies and science agree and validate and confirm the Word of God. And we see that here, that Jesus was preaching habits before the gurus, the coaches, and the modern influencers were telling you, you need to change your behaviors by building habits. Now, there are some great books out there where you can learn how to rewire your brain and you can learn how to make small, tiny changes to start to build habits. But remember, we are empowered to live the Christian life through another life that is within us. When you study habits, you will find certain attributes of a habit cycle or a habit loop. There's usually a cue, a trigger, and a reward. And there are many great books. You can look at The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. You can look at Atomic Habits by James Clear. And you can also look at Tiny Habits by B.J. Fogg. Great resources for changing your behavior and implementing new habits. I really love Dr. Caroline Leaf's work in this area with her book, Think, Learn, and Succeed. And she talks about changing your mindset, learning, educating, and then being set up for success. And I am just scratching the surface. You can get that book if you want to go deeper into the concepts she teaches, which are also rooted and grounded in biblical principles from a kingdom perspective. And what I like about Think, Learn, Succeed is that we are given the command that we opened up this show with in Romans chapter 12, where we are told we must 
renew our mind. And when Jesus issues the command to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, that word repent, as we've looked at in multiple past episodes, actually means to change your mind, change your thinking. So Jesus breaks onto the scene and he's telling the people of his day to change the way they're thinking. Later on, as the gospel is being promoted, expanding, and multiplying throughout the earth, the Apostle Paul will admonish us to renew our mind through our thinking and our thoughts. So it starts with our thinking. When we talk about learning, we're talking about instruction, meditation, listening to sound teaching, and applying. And that will set you up for a successful life. If you want to know if it's the will of God for you to be successful, I highly recommend you go back and check out episode one, Does God Want Me to Be Successful? And what you will find out is that the will of God is synonymous with success. Let's raise the standard. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If what you heard here today resonated with you and you want to fully step in to be the man that God created and called you to be, then I want to give you a free guide. It's called The Map, and you can get it at standard59.com. In The Map, I will give you 12 biblical strategies that every kingdom man pursuing biblical masculinity must honor. If you're ready to step off the sidelines and pursue the upward call, then get the map today at standard59.com. That's standard59.com. Hey, if there's a brother in your life that needs to hear this message, then share this show with them. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps get the message out there to more men. Until the next show, guys, let's raise the standard.